Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 29 of Hey Buddy. Hi. Hi. Um, I must point out that um, we are recording in a different space, so don't worry, guys. The uh, sound quality is still just as shitty, if you were wondering. Yeah, and I'm eating chicken nuggets. And so Bryce is eating chicken nuggets. Enjoy so enjoy this light cow cud chewing. Bryce has been exploring the world of ASMR, um, <laughs> so but he's going to do it through a no-one-asked kind of motion through That's the entire That's what I episode. do with everything. No one asked, but here I am. Wait, is it tater tots and chicken nuggets? Yes. Bryce, you are every, like kids lunchbox dream yeah thank you <laughs> also can that just be you in general like i'm maybe not kids though that sounds really yeah bad. it's a little weird with but like room. just every little lunchbox construction dream. worker lunchbox dream Ooh, there you go i already am Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm just gonna let that go. <laughs> anyway, everybody, welcome to episode 29, Thanksgiving, aka belated Thanksgiving, because it's literally mid-December. Look, I've been thinking about this, because yes. I was like, look, over last week, and I was like, you know, we really should have recorded about Thanksgiving sooner, but I think you need time, at least I do, to decompress from the holidays. Agreed. I must admit, and what's funny is I was talking about this um, with our friends Emily and Harris the other day in the car where I genuinely like Thanksgiving more than Christmas. Like, really? Yeah, absolutely. Just because, like, Christmas, um, we're saying how, like, Christmas has, like, the pressure of buying gifts versus sure. Thanksgiving is genuinely just about, like, family time and um, people fucking up family time because family is messy you know, all that. Uh, we have a story about that. We have. Which I find yes. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, it's funny because we've been out here long enough now, coming up on 10 years. Oh, my God. I know. Oh, we've actually been out here. No. Eight. No, we have You're right. You're right. Eight eight yeah. Yes. Um, but I've done Friendsgiving for so long mm. that I just assume that is, that is kind of like what it's for. I think I've spent almost every Thanksgiving with you. Um, yeah, there was one that I went home for. Yeah. We had the first Thanksgiving here to get, oh my God, Bryce. I know. It's yeah. like we're friends or something. No, it's not that. <laughs> um, I just feel bad for you. Thank you. Um, Valid. <laughs> I was like, you might I must also point out that, so we're recording in Bryce's apartment. I show up at his door. He's wearing a pink sweater that says masculinity is a prison with stars around it. Mm -hmm. And I'm also unintentionally wearing a pink sweater that says Vogue on it. And it is four Disney villains dressed as Vogue models. Look, if they made it 29 episodes without figuring out that we're gay, then like... We've only brought it up every, every episode, four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now, everyone, it's my favorite time. Bryce, now, could you tell me what this segment's... Just sorry, I keep forgetting if you could tell me what this segment's called. I won't called. say it. No, 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 just like... Just sorry, like, my mouth is so full of tater tots. I can't even speak. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, let me fill it in for you. It's What's the Dilly Bryce Willie time! I really want to make like a for this segment. I really do. There's an app for that. I shall be getting it for next episode. Thank you Great. so much for You're telling welcome. me. Um, okay, so... You know what's funny is I love this segment, but I hate the name, so carry on. <laughs> okay, so instead of rapid-fire questions this time, we're just going to do a few questions, and I wanted to give you some heavy hitters. Um, so the first one was supplied by our good friend, Harris. Thanks, Harris. Harris is in the background. Which I know. That's what we <laughs> mentioned Harris like four times, and he's in the room. Yeah. Um, okay. Mm. But we can't afford his royalty fees, so he can't yeah, speak. Yeah, yeah, Harris can't speak. He does a lot of voice acting, so we're keeping that. We're keeping he's his voice the out. voice of Ryan Reynolds. Stop. I know. Stop it. I won't. You know what? I was going to say that, and I'm really glad you did. I'm really <laughs> glad you brought it up. Yep. <laughs> we're okay. <gonna> sued. <laughs> Question one. When did, your f when did you first know you were a man? Oh. Whatever that means to you. Yes. So, Harris actually brought this up yes. and I have a very long answer so buckle mm. up friends mm. um, in college I wrote 
like a thesis defense mm. of how in like quote Western society, mm. which if Emily's listening to this, she's gonna yell because she hates that term, but mm. it is what it is. Mm. We don't have a coming of age ceremony True. in like Anglo Christian white America. Mm. And what I think that does is that we end up raising a lot of like man children because mm. I think there is some kind of ceremonial importance to the sort of like primitive you're a man now and now you are taking on the responsibilities of a man and we don't have that. So it's like very funny because in some ways and I think many people can understand like where this is coming from but I still feel like a child looking for an adult hmm. in many situations in my life and I'm like why is someone like not Fixing this, like, why is someone not taking care of me or this situation? It's like, mm. right, you're an adult, like, you're the adult that you're looking for. Um, and I think we like rob our children of those experiences. And I think you know, everyone kind of tongue in cheek refers to like, you lose your virginity and you're a man or a woman, or you have children and you're a man or a woman. But I think that that doesn't really like cover the spectrum adequately enough. Mm. And so I say all of that just to say that it's, like, a funny idea. But I also have another answer, which is that I remember the moment that, like, my childhood ended. Mm. And it was when my dad was being arrested. And I, like, remember Mm. there was, like, a switch in my brain. And I realized, like, you're not innocent or like you're not a child anymore and it's funny because like I had already had sex at that point and I had already like drank and you know done all these sort of like I'm telling you I know she's gonna be so mad (laughs) um done all these sort of like coming of age type things right but that was the moment where I like felt my childhood die that is so fascinating Mm -hmm. because I was I'm glad you ended with that Mm because I was gonna counter first of all this question is like obviously a broad statement and like um you know and because the other, there's like, I remember when I first could grow a beard, and I was like, oh, fuck. I remember the first time I masturbated, and, like, semen came out. I was like, oh, I'm a man. I could, like, get someone pregnant. So there's lots of layers right, to right. that but, question. But no, but I'm glad you, like, I'm glad you ended your thought with that, because I was going to counter with, like, especially, um, and now that I'm bringing it up, I can't think of the term. <laughs> so, like, no, like, so, like, and you know, like, in Jewish faith and culture, like, you have... A bar mitzvah. Bar mitzvah. Totally. And, like, you know, and, like, a lot of, like, Hispanic culture, you have a quinceanera, mm-hmm. and, you know, um, and I think those are more of a coming age... I would almost counter that just because I hear what you're saying with that. And like you almost like countered yourself with the end of it, which I appreciated because I was going to bring up the fact of like, I think in like a dark way, I think trauma matures us. Interesting. You know what I mean? And just because like in the same kind of dark way, like I really felt like my childhood ended when the first time my parents announced they were divorcing. Yeah. And like, but I, you know, and I was also like pretty self-sufficient, but like it's, it was that, that, that was the moment I felt like I'd be like, I have to take care of myself now. Mm. And, you know, and, and like, it's, yeah. it's interesting because I think trauma definitely shapes us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a negative, but I think trauma definitely takes a part in, like, who we kind of, you know, form into as young adults and all that. Totally. Um, and so, but my other point I was going to make with it about the point of, like, the coming of age kind of things, mm. I think that's fascinating because personally... I would hate every second of that, and I would be more of a child because I would rebel out of that. Mm. Just personally, 
just because like I'm so hell bent on like doing things my way, and yeah. so I. Which is funny because saying that in its own way sounds immature, but also could be handled as like, oh, well, like you, if you can handle your own stuff, like you're self-sufficient. So sure. are you that mature man? So you see what I'm saying? Totally. It's like that's kind of the opposite point of that. So it's fascinating because I think I think that's also important, too, because if you definitely had that ceremony of being like, you know, mm. this is this is it now, like some people, I think that'd be exponentially helpful or other people super stressful. And it's interesting, too a lot of the ceremonies are based on how developed the society that they're occurring is. So, like, for example, you brought up bar and bat mitzvahs happen Mm -hmm. when they're 12, and it's, like, pretty ritualistic. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, in other sort of, like, more tribal societies, it's based on, like, physical acts. Like, you have to complete a hunt or perform, like, leap a rock or some kind of, like, physical feat. So your body physically has to be mature and strong enough to do the thing to be called a man. So there's people who are, like... 25, 30, right. who are, like, still trying to be, like, considered a man in their tribe. I mean, I can't death drop, so therefore oh, I am not. I told you before, I cried over two workouts <laughs> this week, so, like, I'll never be a man. Okay. <laughs> um, I love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that for you. Really? Um, question number two. Who was your first love? Oof. You don't have to say names if you don't no, want to. No, it's not even that. Um, I don't realistically know that I've ever been in love. But who was... Okay, so to rephrase it. Yeah. Because once again, I'm asking very broad questions. Um, like, who was the first person you thought you were... Like, you were so infatuated with you. <laughs> <laughs> besides uh, me. Besides you. Well, then no one. <laughs> uh, my best friend freshman year in college... Ooh, which we've definitely talked about. I think we, well... On here, for sure. We talked about maybe a different one. So oh. that was my... Wait, this is not the one that helped out the farm? The the one that you helped out, you worked for his parents and helped out? That is him. Yes, okay. we have. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I you loved know what? a lot I'll of... I'll just answer for you. Yeah, I, say, I loved a lot of straight boys. It was Christian school. It was like a whole thing. It's fine. Um, number three, what is an artist that means a lot to you? Hmm. It could be any medium of art. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't... That's a good question. Um, there are wrong answers. Don't... don't I know. Worry. God, if I don't say Beyonce, I basically <laughs> have to go back in the closet. Um, no, I mean, I guess I would say... It's such a shitty answer, I guess, but... Hmm. But I'm just gonna say John Steinbeck, and it's so like cliche because it's like no, I mean, every straight bro is like, yeah, I've read like The Grapes of Wrath, and we get it. Hmm. But the first time I read The Sound and the Fury in high school, I remember thinking like, oh wow, this is like what writing can be. Hmm. It was so like different than hmm. anything else I'd ever read, um, and like sort of earth rotating for me like oh fuck this is like not a really clean piece of literature it's like messy and gross and like a family that's like not good people Mm. so I mean he definitely is like my favorite author so I'll say that artist I guess it's maybe a stretch but I mean he's a classic for a reason I think yeah yeah, totally yeah I think I think you're judging your answer too hard Mm. (laughs) 
Also Lady Gaga, because I listen to Joanne like all the time, so. Girl. <laughs> so good. Thank you. The Go whole ahead. album is so good. I know. It's you so, know what's so funny good. is when Joanne first came out, you and I were both such haters. So hateful towards it. And like, it. look, I just we just all need to admit that she's a rock star and move on with our lives. Yes, it's fine. She is. <clears throat> yeah, she is. Um, and also, just super absolutely gay, wonderful sidebar, her hair. And her outfit on the cover of the Vanity Fair. No, or is it Entertainment Weekly? No, it's Entertainment Weekly. When it's all the Oscar nominees. Mm-hmm. I did think it was Vanity Fair, but... I actually think it's Entertainment Weekly. Okay, that makes sense. Um, or was it Billboard? Who anyway, knows? point is... It's I'm, on a picture. It's on a picture, and it's... it's Her outfit and hair are just so... It's just delicious. Flawless. Flawless victory. Um, number four. Have you been in a physical fight? Mmm... No, not really. I mean, kind of, but it's so much more satisfying because I'm not that strong. <laughs> it's much more satisfying to eviscerate someone with words. <laughs> um, I kind of have sort of been in a fight, but it was mostly just like aggressive shoving and then like people intervened almost immediately. So like, no. Mm. Hmm. Aggressive shoving. Mm. Mm. Sorry. Foreplay? Mm. Too much, too much. <laughs> And last and final and most important question, do you like my shirt? Yes. Thank you so much. This segment is closed. Ooh. <laughs> um, everyone, I'm so excited. We are in an upswing of story submissions. Yes, um, thank you. Yes, thank you so much. Um, so we have two submissions for today's episode of Thanksgiving. Also, I'm thankful once again for What's the Daily Bryce Willie segment. <laughs> <Fuck off. laughs> um, so we have two stories, um, very different in tone. Um, first one is a little bit of a heavy hitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so without further ado, Kelly, you have the floor. Hi, Bryce. Hi, Vance. So uh, my Thanksgiving story uh, pertains to something very recent. In fact, uh, it was right now. Today is the 27th, and it was on the 22nd of this year, 2018, which has been a very trash fire year. Uh, I I would argue that like 2016 until now has been a a garbage fire. But anyway, um, specifically Thanksgiving this year was sort of a weird one. Um, so, uh, generally with my family, when I was growing up, we spent it with my mom's side, which was sort of a crapshoot. Uh, my grandmother made the best food I've ever eaten, best stuffing I've ever eaten. I don't know if it was the sage or the sausage or whatever she put in her stuffing, but no one's been able to recreate it uh, since she died, and uh, I don't think anybody ever will, which is sad. Um, but it was usually my mom's side, and it was only uh, past couple years, really, since she had died in uh, 2017 that we started going to my dad's side, because my mom's side's a mess. And uh, the good fellowship of my dad's side is that, like, we love each other, and Christmas is generally our big shebang, so Thanksgiving was a nice little prerequisite. Um, but the food was never quite right, which is, you know, I don't know what it is about, like, that one person who makes the food right, but my grandmother sort of made the food right. Um, anyway, so to sort of cushion the story, the way that this past few years has gone is that my grandmother passed away in... July of uh, 2017, my grandfather, her hu- her ex-husband, passed away eight months later in March 
of uh, 2018. And during the time that my grandfather was fighting lung cancer, my dad was diagnosed with uh, advanced liver cancer, which is, had had METs, which is metastasized into his bones and several other organs. It was just really fucking aggressive. Um, and he ended up passing away um, just a few days ago on Thanksgiving of uh, 2018, which was eight months after my grandfather. So there was this weird coincidence of like eight months between all three of them, right? So like my grandmother passed away, eight months later my grandfather passed away, eight months later my dad passed away, um, which has been just, I don't know, the worst possible thing for my mother ever. <laughs> and uh, the fact that her parents passed away and her husband... And she's functioning the way she is. Like, oh, God. We want to talk about bad bitches. My mother is the baddest bitch. Like, the strongest female you'll ever know. Um, but in talking about Thanksgiving, um, the reason why this one was sort sort of so sad but so special was it was one that we spent with my dad's side of the family. It's only been a couple of years we've done that. And we knew he went into the hospital and uh, I think we kind of all knew he wasn't coming back out. And we still met up, and we brought the food, and we hung out, and we took turns going and seeing him. And even in our sorrow of knowing we were going to lose him, um, we ate, and we watched football, and we talked, and we played games, and we did what we could do, um... And my dad ended up dying uh, in the evening time. I think it was 10.02, which we were thankful for because my Uncle Bobby's, his brother's birthday was the next day. And we really didn't want to be on his birthday. Um, but he ended up passing away when it was just me and my mom, my sister in the room, which was really special. Because he... It was always the the four of us, so the fact that he waited till it was that was um, was really special. Um, anyway, I don't want to make this much longer, but um, you know, the whole idea around Thanksgiving is that it's your gratitude, right? It's your gratefulness around the life that you have. And as angry as I am, I'm I'm fucking angry. Um, I feel such gratitude that this amazing man was in my life for as long as he was and that I have the memories and the love that I have for him and I can only hope that the people I know or the people he has touched feel the same but also Bigger than that, I hope that everybody I could ever know has somebody in their life that they can think of that way, too. Because um, my dad was one of my best friends, and it fucking hurts to lose him. But the fact that I had him makes me so lucky, and I, I don't take that for granted. So this Thanksgiving was a very fucking hard one. But in some ways, probably the most meaningful one. So, um, anyway, I'm sorry. I know that was really hard, but I love you guys. Whew. 
Um, first of all, I want to say, Kelly, thank you so much for yes. submitting. Um, obviously, it's a heavier-handed thing. Mm. I think loss is definitely something that we all experience. And, I mean, I can't imagine what you're going through, especially no. during the holiday season. Like, I know, I know we have a lot of friends who obviously have dealt with, mm-hmm. you know, familial loss or parental loss in mm-hmm. some aspect. And I, I definitely think during the holidays is definitely the hardest. So I, I do want to reach out to Kelly and say, you know, best to you and yours and I hope that you know everything is still okay and I hope that you know it all goes swimmingly and rest in peace yeah Um, I think it's always hard around the holiday time yeah absolutely like the first holidays are always the worst and you know and I think what I appreciated um, from her story is saying that you know no like despite such grief like Mm. they were able to be present and um, to be there for him yeah just because you know I think I think the opposite I mean there's no good way to go about it, but I think the opposite of, you know, a sudden car crash or something where you don't really get that totally. farewell, I think is so much harder. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, once again, no way is easy, and I don't, you know, I don't wish that on anybody. No, God, I, no. Um, but I think it's important. I mean, you know, I'm so I'm so happy that they still continued their tradition. And yeah. it was still, That's like... sweet. Yeah. And I, I, I appreciated that. I'm sure that meant a lot to him as well. Absolutely. So... Wow. Um, wow. Thank you, Kelly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just think overall... Also, like, completely unrelated side note. Yeah. I love that she was like, you know, there's people who, like, can make certain foods certain ways and no one can replicate that. That is such, like, a touching little, like, anecdote. Yeah. And I feel the same way. Like, my grandmother has these, like, biscuits that she, like, doesn't have a recipe for. And, like, I've asked her a billion times, like, Grandma, please, like, you have to teach me how to make these. And she's like, I don't know. I just kind of, like, throw a bunch of stuff together and they always work out. Yeah. You lying bitch. Like, no, that's not true. (laughs) But realistically, Um, like, she just doesn't use, like, measuring cups or anything for that recipe. Because she's done it a trillion times. Yeah. Oh, totally. See, that's crazy because my grandmother um, literally made homemade cinnamon rolls until she was literally 90 years old. Love that. And she had arthritis so bad her fingers were, like, crooked mm. and would still make these uh like earth shattering cinnamon rolls and no one knows how to make them because I also feel like she got a piece of joy being like this is a me thing and me only can't imagine where you get that from mm. actually no she was an actual saint I'm pretty sure um once again uh yeah thank you that was a that was a heavy hitter yeah. um and uh wow I yeah it was yeah it's a good reminder to you know definitely be thankful for the things and you know and happening. also and also I think it's I think things like that are such eye-openers to what you have, because I think it's so easy Mm. to get sucked up in, like, I want this, and, like, I'm working for this, and I need this, and, like, I need these things. But, like, to actually be, like, you know, like, I mean, you know, like, you've talked about it, like, Mm. you're so close to your sister, and, like, I would be so lost without my brothers, you know, and I, I, they're just, there's, it's those small little things that make such a difference and such, like, so formative, and, like, to have those relationships, and, like, you know, especially with, um, with, with being out here so long, um, just, like, creating that sense of family out yeah. here as well. And, like, I definitely feel that between, like, you know, you and all, like, our, ne- our net of friends. Like, yeah. I definitely feel like we've created that sense. And I think that – I think it's important for anyone, especially, like, during the holidays if you can't mm. travel. Like, friends miss and friends givings and, like, yeah. even, like, getting together is, like, so important. And, like, that sense of community and that sense of, like, love and just being able to rely on someone else. Totally. It's just, like, so simple but so profound. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. I love that. Yes. 
Um, our next story um, is a little bit of a different tone. Um, slightly. Yes, <laughs> slightly different. Um, and I will just let her take it from here. Um, Charlotte, thank you for submitting. Hi. And you have the floor. Hello, hey buddy fam. I have a kind of fun Thanksgiving story, kind of crazy. Um, so about five years ago, uh, my now husband was going to come to Thanksgiving for the first time. And little did he know that my family is kind of crazy. Holidays around our house generally consist of lots of fighting, which I think is pretty normal, right? Anyway, so he gets there and I'm in the middle of baking a pie because that's what I do for holidays is I do all the pies. In fact, at my wedding, we had a pie bar instead of cake because I'm the pie girl. Anyway, so... He gets there, I'm in the middle of fighting with my mom about how to make this pie, and he walks in the door, didn't knock, didn't give anyone notice he was coming, just appears, and then uh, just catches us in the middle of a fight, which is pretty embarrassing when you've known this person for, you know, a couple of months. Anyway, so since that Thanksgiving, we have instituted Bloody Marys at 10 a.m., And Thanksgiving goes a whole lot better. So every year we head to my parents, make Bloody Mary's first thing. Boom. Happy holidays. Thanks, guys. Woo. Um, Charlotte, thank you for submitting. Um, I mean, I feel like this is, like, more relatable than being like, and then we all sat down to a nice Thanksgiving dinner. If you're not doing a Bloody Mary with your holiday, are you even celebrating Jesus' birth? Like, come on. I mean, I genuinely feel like most of my family celebrates Bloody Marys daily. Yeah. (laughs) So we're celebrating Christmas daily. Oh, that's festive. We are a festive bunch. The Grinch's heart grew three sizes three. that day. And my butt grew Girl. one size from Christmas time. Ooh. It's like Grinch, but different. No, they both like onions. <laughs> How dare you? Um, I love this story for multiple reasons. Because yeah. also, like, being from, like, I mean, my dad's side is, he's one of five siblings. Oof. And, like, so there's always, like, family, like, Baby Mama Drama, which is my mm. personal always, favorite. Always, always, always. And, like, what's funny is, um, it's always, like, a little under, like, under the radar, like, Ooh, so passive-aggressive, yes. being like, oh, you're just gonna make that casserole? Hmm, okay, yeah, well, no, no, it's fine, I made the turkey and the stuffing and the gravy. No, yeah, you can definitely just bring the green bean casserole. Mm-hmm. That's definitely, like, a family standard. As a card-carrying member of the Wasp Society... I've seen it. We do that very well. (laughs) We have a lot of family fights that erupt on, like, day four. But, God, those first three days, you better buckle up because it is thin, waspy ice that you are walking on. Mm. And I'm really good at it, so it's fun. It's interesting because... So does your family drink? No. See, what's crazy... We have to, like, skulk in the dark of the night and, like, beg my grandparents to use their car... And we, like, flee the family and go find, like, some local trash bar in Florida. I Oh, my God. A bar in Florida. You have to survive however you I can. love it. Yeah. I love that even more that it's, like, because, like, mm-hmm. Kansas, Kansas is definitely, like, I mean, just because my family drinks, so it's, like, always festive. Yeah, but... we don't have that luxury. We do puzzles. <laughs> that, and then we fight over the puzzle. That but is. But there is no alcohol. That's not, I, I must, not the same. No. Not the same. No. Um, I, Bloody Marys at 10 a.m. should be a national holiday law. Mm-hmm. Um, 
What is like the craziest thing that like a family member has pulled during the holidays for you? Because I definitely have a few. The craziest thing. What? <laughs> Several traditions have had to die in our family because we are so toxic about them. So we like <laughs> can't do certain things anymore. Um, and one of them was a white elephant, like, gift exchange. Mm. And it just went so poorly that, like, my grandparents finally were like, we're done. We're never doing this again. And they, like, never let us ever do it again. That is but hilarious. during the last time, somehow it, it wasn't even in the gift selection. But as we were, like, fighting and swapping gifts, my oldest cousin looked at my grandparents, and this is like 10 years ago or more, mm. and said, when you die, can I have your VCR? And oh. it, like, it got silent. And everyone was just like, Nicole, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> it was the most insensitive, sort of like callous thing. Look, Nicole is just looking out for future investments. She likes vintage. She can't help she, it. She she likes a lot of things. I'm sure. <laughs> Bless. What's um, your? I mean, crazy? okay. So I have two, and it's hilarious because one of them is actually also a white elephant incident. It's not safe. No, no, no. It's Everyone's not like, safe. Let's do it. It'll be fun. Oh, it's oh, not fun. Even ten-year-old Vance was living his best life. So this is. I was ten. <laughs> I know this because my little brother was the incident. Oh, so no. my little brother had a habit when he was younger to flip off people that pissed him off. Amazing. And so this is my grandparents' house and, like, their basement. And so all of us are, like, in the circle for White Elephant. And someone stole a gift from my mom that my little brother wanted. Oh. And it was, like, one of those, like, talking sharks or something. Like, something, something of that. And so my little brother was obsessed with it. Because he was, like, five or six. Sure. He, was, he was little. Um... Well, the guy who stole it was my cousin's, like, new husband. So he's like, this was like his first family Christmas. Like, oh, no. <laughs> it, no, actually, it might have been. It was like, it was holiday season-ish. So it totally counts and I'm putting it in. Um, so as soon as he stole it, my little brother screams and cries and flips off my new uncle. Wow. In front of everybody. And my mom, of course, is like, Connor Lee! And like freaks out. And it was even more glorious because then he got mad at everybody and did like a round robin like, boy. to the bird to everyone. Hell yes. <laughs> so the new Thanksgiving bird isn't the turkey. It's the six-year-old flipping off everybody. Honestly, live your truth, girl. Like, I, fuck all y'all. He, he did. Amazing. He lived his truth. And then my second favorite. Yes. Um, which, it's a close tie. So um, I don't know why someone did this, but my aunt, they gave her a gift, and it was in a paper bag, and she opened it, and it was a live fucking chicken flew out of the bag and, like, was, like, clucking around the living room, and everyone lost their minds. Because <laughs> I guess she was, like, terrified of chickens. That's fucked. That is psychological <laughs> warfare. If someone put a snake in a bag... I would end their life. Yes, that I would be scared. Like and then I, I would cry, and then I would kill. But them. not only would I end their life, I would cut off their eyelids, so and they would die from sleep deprivation. Mm. And I mean that. I mean I that from the core of my soul, she girl. She knows where to hide the body. I know where to hide the bodies, and I'll do it again. Mm. I got the acid tub ready. I will not be responding to that for <laughs> legal reasons. <laughs> um, hilarious. So yeah, there's there's definitely been family incidents. Gotta love family at the holidays. But I'm so thankful for them. Same. I one of my like low key nightmares is the thought of introducing like 
a boyfriend, my boyfriend, Michael Fassbender, mm. to mm. Mm-hmm. my family, mm. I think I would just introduce him to my sister and be like, well, that's good. You're good. Like, you're so good. That's the funny... I mean, my... Actually, that I will save that for our wedding episode. Oh, yes. Like, oh, transitions. That's right. Teasers. That is right. Unplanned. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Look at us. Um, such professional podcasts. Professionals. Okay, so upcoming episodes are as follows. So we have weddings will be next week's episode. Yes. Um, or next time's episode. I shouldn't say week. That's a bold-faced lie. We are um, yeah, well, mini-sode will be next week, and then wedding following that, and then mini-sode, and then... The last upcoming story topic of this calendar year will be Damn. concerts. That's crazy. I know. 2019, y'all. 2019, y'all. Um, yeah, so submit for weddings and concerts and also submit any time of... any. And, like, once again, many episode stories are... It could be something that happened literally in the moment of the day. No Potpourri. theme. Potpourri, if you will. I will. Um, so, once again, you can submit stories to heybuddystories at gmail.com. They can be written or audio and... They can always be anonymous. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Mid-December. Yeah. Bye.